Welcome one and all to another episode of Fresh New Hell, common people discussing uncommon ideas. My name is Frost with my co-host Mary, and in this one we are going to be discussing a couple more episodes from the Netflix uh, limited series Money, Explained. And these two episodes, since they're short, and the these two episodes kind of don't warrant full-on episodes from us, we'll just say that. So there were two of them we watched, uh, credit cards and uh, student loans. So, Mary, do you want to yeah, kick it off? And we'll start with credit cards first. What you, would you think? Yeah, I mean, this one was kind of an easy one to piggyback together. Like you said, they're really quick uh, little bits of information. And these one, these two went together fairly well. Mm-hmm. I think the basic premise is that, you know, credit's evil. Student loans are evil. It's all bad and evil and terrible and, <laughs> and thank you, Thank you and good night. <laughs> yes, yeah, and no, out. yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, um, yeah, go ahead. The thing that I found interesting though is I had no idea how credit cards started. Like in the 50s, they literally mm-hmm. just mailed them to people. It was just an experiment to see if, if uh, consumers would, would, uh, would, would adopt it, would, would on board and, and use them. And they, and they did. And they loved it. Yeah, they, they did. just sent them $500 open credit. Uh, I forget what the failure rate was. It was like 50-50, the people that paid them back. Like some people just were like, oh, thanks for the money. Never paid yeah, them back. Yeah, exactly. Didn't exactly. quite grasp the concept. But um, yeah. I mean, to jumpstart the uh, the economy, it definitely it definitely was a was a successful it did experiment. Its job, yeah, um, but you know, and then there, like you said, there were the people that couldn't pay it back, and you know that type of stuff too. That well, happened. and it probably just started that slippery slope, that downward spiral in the '60s of people living beyond their means, living an extended life, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul, and you know that immediate satisfaction of I don't want to wait for it, I don't want to save for it, I'll just buy it on credit now and then pay the credit back. Pay it back of, later, yeah. It's like yeah. like 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 they said. I mean, it's essentially a loan. Right. You know, so that's that's really what it was. And and that was that was what they kind of uh, that was the problem before where there were people that um, again, what did they say they were? What they What did they call? There was a term, but basically the people that were able to get loans were based on like three C's like credibility and capacity and, you know, obviously being able to pay it back. And, you know, are you credit worthy? And then what your character was, was the third right, one, which, was hilarious. which basically equated to, you know, middle class uh, Caucasian men, yes, <laughs> which is really pretty funny. Much who else was gonna get. And then they but kind that of abandoned that system. Thing. I yeah. remember back mm-hmm. in the day, like oh, it yeah. was known you know, there were retailers, like I want to say Sears was known to not give ladies cards. Sure. Like if you were right. a man, you could get a card, but I couldn't get a card as like a single lady. They're yeah. Like, mm, That's no. sexist. Right? Yeah. But yeah. that was like a thing where you couldn't maybe get credit in your own name. And and once, you know, you have to have it to get it. And it's it's a weird system that we've set up where we've made it so that it's comfortable to live beyond your means. Oh, yeah. And then creditors realized that they were really doing themselves a disservice by by, uh, again, being so, um, you know, again, uh, choosy about who they were giving credit to. Yeah, and that's why let's they let everybody in. Credit scores and and started letting people in, you know, everybody in for the most part. And they had, there were two, two basic um, uh, types of people that, uh, that creditors sort of uh, defined people as. And transactors were people that would pay off their balance every month, which is what they recommend. And then there were the revolvers with the people that would carry a balance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting because there was the argument like uh, a lot of bankers uh, or people in the credit card industry would call the transactors deadbeats because they weren't making any money off them. But what they soon realized, and maybe this was a little bit of a change with the way uh, credit cards um, operated, but they would take a fee from the retailer, whoever was obviously taking their credit card as payment. So they were charging the uh, the retailer. So, you know, and granted, it was like remember, 2% or 3% or whatever yeah, it is. Some of these transactions, but, you know, 2% of a refrigerator is a lot. Right. Well, they talked about that guy who they were talked about the, the Amex Black card. He bought a, 
you know, some type of whatever antique what, oh, <laughs> or teacup or something for three million dollars yeah. or thirty million or something ridiculous. And of course, like with the uh, <laughs> yeah, with the fees from Amex, they you know, in uh, the transaction fee because it was a percentage. You know, it's like a million dollars they made on that one shot. Yeah, which is just insane. Well, you see it a lot of times when you go out places, and and if you don't handle money, if you don't handle the transactions, you probably don't know. But you go to mom and pop businesses, it'll tell you cash preferred. Right. And that's course. because they're saving yeah. the transaction fees. Absolutely. You know, and those those are meaningful to some people. And then you go some places where they take, you know, maybe Visa MasterCard, but not Amex because Amex charges more for their transaction fees. So they have to right. limit it. And, you know, it's got to be a tough decision of like, well, what credit card do I accept? And do I alienate all the Discover people if I don't take that card? And Right. Well, then yeah. also like those people that are the transactors who are let's just say for the lack of, you know, for lack of better words, you know, responsible people, yeah. you know, use it like a debit card versus a, 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 a you know, a true credit card. More like an emergency. Yeah. What, what, you know, what, um, what re well, not retailers, what credit card companies found were the retailers were obviously changing their fee structures a little bit to, you know, again, um, capture those revolvers. And basically the people that were transact transactors were doing a lot better and it was dumping their, you know, again, the, the fees more on the revolvers, not directly, but because the kind of making the, up the difference, making up the difference. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, um, which again, kind of, um, they talked about touched on the idea of, you know, the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer yeah. because it was very more, it was more common, like you said, for somebody living beyond their means and then, um, revolving the credit. And then obviously there's interest on that loan. Right. And then, you know, if you continue to carry it, the interest grows because it's the interest on top of the interest and the principal that you already owe. Right. So it just, it just compounds, it can, like it it escalates, compounds yeah. exponentially, which is just, I mean, which I think everybody knows, but at the no, same time, well, yeah, they, they do and they you don't think everybody knows, but yeah. they don't put that together. Yeah. It's like yeah. when you have a deductible on your house and they say, Oh, you can have a thousand dollar deductible or 1% and you're like, I'll take the 1%. Like, bro, 1% is three grand. Like, stop it. Like, right. Well, yeah, don't do the yeah. Math. no, that's true. And then they talked about how a lot of the credit cards and, you know, modern day or even going back, you know, five, 10 years have all these perks. And, um, you know, whatever these, um, airline miles, yeah, all these, all these perks basically. And there are a lot of people, you know, a lot of those transactor people that were taking advantage of all these things and credit card companies were actually losing money because these people were getting the perks, paying off their balances. Right. And so they really weren't making back. any money. Right. And it was funny, and there were a couple. There was one guy that what was it, the Sapphire or whatever card or some oh, yeah, yeah. some the type Chase of Sapphire card, some type of card return. that um, they were talking about how Chase had lost like two hundred million dollars on this card, and they ran out of the metal that they printed it on because they were so so in demand. And it was interesting though, because you know, of course, whatever you know, reporters were asking the their CEO or whoever was in charge of the program, like, how do you feel about losing that much money on your on your card? And he's, you know, and he was like pretty cool about it. And he's like, yeah, we're not worried about it because these people are can, can, going to continue to use the card and probably not necessarily pay off the balance each time. Right. And they're banking on the idea that they will be some of those people now, you know, not every one of them, but a good percentage of them would be revolvers. And therefore, in the long run, they'll make their money back. And then so, yeah, so. I, I think the long game is how they have to play it. And of I course. think the percentage yeah. of people that use it correctly and use it, pay it off, take advantage of the programs got to be small it's got to be like maybe 10 percent of the card users uh, probably i can't imagine it would be there's no way it's like 50 50 
No, 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 no. I totally agree with that. Yeah. So, so yeah. But it basically it was is is it was interesting and talking about a lot of the tactics you know credit card companies would use to target people to oh, when you put go them to in school, the debt and you know exactly you'd sign up for college and it would come in every one of your textbooks would be the yeah whatever just send this in for a credit card yeah have you know, Citibank or Mastercard or whatever it may be and it's just like. You know, so obviously the whole thing was showed you kind of uh, the ins and outs of how it worked from, you know, people that have worked in the industry. Very and predatory, though. Like, it's very purposeful. Very, very, very much so. I mean, really yeah. preying on those people that, again, like, hey, live your dreams it. now yeah. or whatever, which, you know, I think well, we're all probably victims of that at some point. You know, yeah. I mean, I think, too, the, the thing that's hard is that, you know, I've been in the same trap as well. As, you know, if you're living check to check, you have to have open credit if you have an emergency. You know, what right. are you supposed to do? Well, that was the do? other thing they were talking about, how a lot of people use credit cards as an emergency fund. Yes, an emergency which, savings account. Which really, though, in the end, if you can't pay it back oh, or, you, or you're going to use it for a, an emergency, which will probably be costly, let's say, or relatively yeah. costly, you're really just cranking yourself in the end. If you you're can't just pay adding it interest off. to your emergency. Yeah. yeah. I mean, then it's revolving and then it's growing and then, you know, then you oh, get behind the eight ball. Oh, my favorite was the yeah. lady that did the TikTok video about her. It was her, hers the college debt, though? Oh, it was a college debt. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that yeah, one co- then, I guess. But loans, yeah, the, yeah, the college debt had kind of that same phenomenon of that compounding interest where... Where it's even worse because the balances oh, are just crazy. ridiculous. Yeah. You know, like 90,000, 80,000 plus or whatever it is. So. Well, that that was what started this lady. I think she said she had 80,000 of initial... That was the original loan, loan, the student loan. Yep. And she's paid back like, $180,000. Yeah. Over the yeah. course of her life. And still owes like And she still owes like $90,000 yeah. or something. Yeah. Insane and amount. Like it was more than it, she started with. Or, or you like you said, like $78,000. Like yeah, but still. I started with but still, and I owe seventy eight, And I've I paid already paid out. Yeah. Like, right. Makes yeah, no sense. No, exactly. And that's that kind just of pure. stuff should be illegal. Like I don't feel like people should get out of their student loans. Like I'm not. I, I get where people want to forgive student debt, forgive student loans, that everybody start to zero. I'm not so sure I'm 100% behind that. Like I sort of feel like you borrowed it, you pay it back. But I don't feel like this crazy interest is fair. Like, you just can't get out from under it. No, not when it's compounding like that and those types of numbers. I mean, and even if you manage to get an advanced degree or whatever it may be, you know, you might make it get a job. Again, the job market's crowded as well. Oh, well, that was the other thing they were saying is that they were supposed to guarantee your salary based on your tuition. So if your tuition was 100,000, you should be able to make 100,000. But their point was you're, you're going to make that maybe a few years into your career, not year one. Yeah, and you're not going to take it all up front so you can pay you your debt. So again, it's going to continue to revolve. To yeah. yeah, I mean, or and then all your cost of living and just being to a regular be fair, person. what are you going to be able to pay back yeah. to your debt? Are you but, going to be able to yeah. pay back half? No, you have living expenses. Well, that's the thing. And a lot of these people have foregone, you know, relationships and homes yeah. and all these things because they're like, they're just under this crushing debt where they're like, I can't. I wouldn't even consider doing that because it'd be stupid. Well, yeah, that's the that's interesting right. you say that because there's industries now that they're finding that are that are losing out that they can't field that industry because you can't get through school to come out of it. Like I think it's veterinarians as one of them mm. where it's not it's a highly skilled job and a highly costly degree, but it's not a high paying job. Yeah, so, so you, get, you get flipped upside down right, right so out of the gate. Right, so you three hundred grand for your education, and you come out and you make maybe forty five or fifty. Oh, like you're making you're, nothing. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, you're screwed. way upside down. Yeah. You can't ever come back. So yeah. same with attorneys. Yeah, you know, I mean, I had a friend that 
I think I want to say he had a, like $120,000 in debt from Crazy. law school. And as a starting whatever. Um, as a starting lawyer, you make like yeah. 40? Yeah, 40 to 60. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, and he's like, and I remember talking to him about it. And, you know, he's going blind in paperwork and he's a low man on the totem pole. And, yeah. and he, you know, and I asked him, I said, if you hate it so much, why don't you quit? He's like, I can't. Because what other job am I going to do to be able to pay my debt off? Now, you know, the then, ironic thing you know, about that is that 40 used to be good. And now as the bottom is coming back up, right. probably clear 40 working a shift differential at Target, you know, overnights. You yeah. Know? Well, <laughs> now, you know, now with people trying to, you know, stock all these restaurants and stuff coming yeah. out of COVID and having to raise the the rates or the, uh, the minimum, yeah, the, wages, the minimum and stuff, wages and stuff, which, which, which I'm all for. Yeah. But, you know, again, then that means for me, you know, looking at it as a consumer, I'm like, well, so that means my burrito is now going to be like $12 versus $8 See, just so the they can cover that. boggles that. my mind is that that seems to me to be backwards. Like it shouldn't be that your burrito is $8. It should be that Fred makes a little bit less money on that burrito. That's, like what, it should, that's what it should, should be. That's what it should be. That's what. But yeah. but you know that's not the way well, corporate America operates. I mean, it's all. It, it's a common theme through all our conversations. Yeah. It's greed. Yeah. It's it's a hundred percent greed, and it doesn't have to necessarily always equate to money, but it's usually what it is. But it usually eventually gets. It there. usually gets down to you know down to money. Yeah, which but is yeah, so it's ridiculous. Just, it's so unfair. Like it just makes no sense that that's allowed. Yeah, but then they also talked about you know regular universities, and again the this, the. The, no again, and, and they talked profit. about, yeah, for-profit universities, which were even worse because yeah. people were like, you know, a guy went in and he interviewed with somebody and he's like, oh, I want to do video game design. They're like, yeah, we do that. I want to do that. Yeah, we do that too. I mean, they're just like, whatever he probably threw out, they're like, yeah, we can do that. And, you know, they promised him to, you know, place him in his industry of choice. Yes. Uh, or study after he graduated, which never happened. I mean, it was ninety thousand yeah. dollars later. And then you yeah. mean tell your story with your friend with his his degree he paid oh, for. Oh man, that's the worst. I feel for him. He went to a private school, you know, scholarship and everything. And you know, the last semester of his fourth year, the school folded and went out of business. And he has no degree and non transferable credits. And it's I mean, like that's, I'm that's sorry, you worst. have a master's in nothing. You know, right? Like it's, yeah. What do you do with that? You know, and there's no recourse. You, you, you don't. I yeah. mean, uh, yeah. I mean, there's uh, no state board of here's your degree anyway. You know, like yeah, at some point happen. in the game. I mean, sure. I'm I'm sure somebody online could see that the place existed. So it, it, at some point, but maybe. It, yeah. But I mean, it, yeah, you, it, you're just it's, wor- it's totally and, worthless. Yeah. You know? And you still have student debt. Like you still have student loan to a building right. that's closed. Oh, yeah, because I'm sure because I'm it. sure they were bought by somebody else. Or Well, the loans are yeah. through a bank. Oh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, perfect. That's not from the school. Okay, there you go. So, yeah. Now you still pay. So you literally, I mean, you might have some knowledge and maybe hopefully you can use some of the knowledge to apply to whatever trade you want yeah. to do. But you but don't have a degree and you can't yeah. put it on your resume. I went to three years of whatever yeah, and you can, made it. but yeah. it's kind of stupid at that point, depending upon who's looking at it. They're like, I've never fair, heard of could just say he XYZ college. I, I, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, no one's tracking that yeah, down. But exactly, yeah. It's but, just, I feel like that kind of thing happens a lot. Like it's not uncommon where, I guess, you know, or you find out your degrees not, or your credits aren't transferable and you yeah. spend all this, you know, two years taking these classes and you, you can't go anywhere with it. It was it was kind of interesting because they had talked to a couple of house reps and people about education and you know Biden's plan to pay, possibly absolve a lot of student debt and and the benefits of that because you know all these people will start making money and and, and you know yeah, jumpstarting the economy, the economy and stuff economy, yeah. and then there are other politicians that says well, like this is like the roots of socialism and you know which and for me as a you know again who's somebody out of out of school obviously years years ago you know like 
not to be that guy, but I'm like, I'm not. They get their debt cleared and I don't. Well, there's that. But there's there's also the idea of like, if it's like, who's going to cover this? Taxes? I mean, like, so that means that I'm going to be paying for somebody's education potentially that, that, you know, or again, or we'll just print more money that's not backed by a gold standard and we'll just (laughs) just make it up. Yeah. yeah, We'll just, you know, if that's the case, then so be it. Because you have to think that you'd benefit overall if your society is better educated. If everybody had school through, let's say, even two years I would I would agree with that. Yeah. That you would have to think that, you know, even if you didn't get book knowledge, those first two years of school, if you got like some kind of social skills, like some kind of debate skills, communication skills, like something that would carry you through life. But hope. You have to think you'd be better off if everybody had a little bit more education. Like, I mean, I get that, uh, I would say like specialty degrees, technical degrees, doctors, things like that, that would require more education, but that maybe, maybe a little bit of college is incorporated into the public system where everybody gets Yeah, I mean, again, but there's always exceptions because you look at like a Bill Gates, he, he dropped out. Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk like day two, right? Yeah, yeah. so it's like, yeah, I don't, you know. I don't feel like it's 100% necessary. I feel like it's a path that some people have to take to get from A to B. Like some people aren't able to make that leap otherwise, but it, it shouldn't cost outpaced of what it earns. It Ab- just absolute, shouldn't. Like absolutely. If, if school yeah. is $100,000 yeah. to become a veterinarian, you should make like a couple hundred thousand coming out. Like it should correspond. Should guarantee you somehow. And it is yeah. funny because, you know, going to university, I went to four years and it's like there's certain classes, you know, again, that I, I'm never going to use no. math. I'm, I mean, there's some things that I understand you have to have those 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 basics. Uh, your core but group, you don't. But, but you really don't. No. You know, it's almost like the world should just be all trade schools in a weird way. Oh, 100%. You know, yeah. probably make more well, you sense. you think even whatever degree you're taking in school, probably half of it is nonsense. And I'm taking right. my basic English. Well, it's like electives. Like you took bowling. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Were you, exactly. were, like It served no purpose yeah. except to get me a discount. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's sort Lame of like. discounts are But, you know, it. think about that. Like, uh, granted, you're going to get, hopefully you got a good grade in the class, right? Yeah. Oh, for you, sure. You, it's you, easy you, yeah. you, you, you learned how to bowl. Okay. Yeah. Probably became a very good bowler. I think you told me that. Yeah. But then, like, then you're walking out of, you know, school with crushing mm-hmm. debt because you, you were, bowling were bowling for yeah. two semesters or whatever oh, yeah. it may be. Oh, I literally took gym where we had open. Instead of like going yeah. to like a health club, we went yeah. to the school. Well, it's so funny. There's so many people here that I talk to or, you know, and again, I work with a lot of young people and I always ask, and not always, but, you know, come up in conversation. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm at, you know, whatever, you know, XYZ University. I'm like, what are you studying? It's like, oh, communication. <laughs> it's just right. kind of like, yeah. you know, which again, Enjoy a college your degree. job at Home Depot. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, a college degree, like I said, I'm all for, I'm pro education, but it is just kind of funny where it's kind of like communication well, is kind of like the catch all, like the be... easiest degree I can get. Yeah. Or it's like your associate degree is right. like yeah, or something yeah. yeah i got so. a sociology major right yeah it's just one of those things where it used to be your college degree got you a little farther and it just really doesn't have the same effect all the time and like you said mm-hmm. trade school is actually probably a more viable idea sure. yeah yeah or particularly set. if it's you know computer related or some of these days i mean good lord you got to think Never like computer medical trade like electrician plumber like all those things are you know you don't need to take the math Steady work. class and yeah. English class to go with those. Like you could just take a streamlined. I bet yeah. that's going to be in, in industries. Like if that was that something where it was later. something like that, there was some type of proposal for education that was like two years of trade school or something like that. That's that's country or state run, whatever you want to yeah. call it. That I wouldn't be opposed to. You know, no. again, you know, hopefully my taxes wouldn't go through the roof. But 
with something like, versus a four-year university where I'm not paying for somebody to party and go to, you know, well, frat parties like you and said, stuff. Like you don't want to pay for them to go to bowling and take a sewing class. Like I don't care right. about your just, EZA and your PE right. credit. Like get right. a skill set yeah. and go get a job. Right. I know. But it is funny because then you run into those people that like, this is stupid, but you're like, I do want to be a professional bowler. You know? Yeah, and but it's you don't like, need college for that. You don't need a four-year right? degree for that. That That's true, some... but maybe you you take one anyway or you get another degree, but that's actually, I mean, again, yeah. it could go so many different ways, but the the bottom line was, uh, you know, these these debts that these these students or even ex-students owe, or owe you're setting is, yourself is up just for failure. insane. You know, 90,000 plus, you know, yeah, people are just, I mean, they're and literally they can collect from you one of the points they made, the garnish your wages. There's so many different ways the government yeah. can get their money or whatever it may be, the university, um, banks as well, um, that you're literally paying your debt I want to until say you from die. Bankruptcy. Like you can't, um, like even if you personally filed bankruptcy, I don't think you can clear your student can't, loan out you of can't that. can't absolve no. yourself of that. Mm-hmm. I've never looked into it. No, but, I think yeah. it's one of those that they lock out of it where, oh, yeah, wow. that's just really yours till you die. But you're That's saddling just, yourself with a house, you know, or a condo. Like, how are you supposed to be ahead if you come out a hundred grand under? Like, yeah, how are you know. ever supposed to get out from under that? Take a second mortgage out on your home. And I mean, do you just live at yeah. home for five years? Well, like, that that is something they did. They did mention that there are students now that are that are still living at home and they're in their late twenties. Oh yeah, uh, because they're they're swimming in debt and they they can't they can't get. How out. would you be able to have a house payment and a car payment and this debt? Or yeah, or a kid. You know, again, some of those well, things. Well, how would you even come out of it if you? Let's say you're even just using your extra income. Let's say you had maybe ten percent extra income. Which, by the way, I don't know anybody that has extra. And how are you supposed to get that under that? It just makes no sense. Like you'd never be able to get out from under it. Like I don't see how you'd have a flexible. No, not unless you just took a year where you did. Or you have a partner. Yeah. You must have a partner that can clear all your Something. household expenses where you can do Something. nothing but dedicate yours. But yeah. like it's an unreasonable, it's an unreasonable thing to do to people to saddle them. Right. Right. No, it, for, that exactly. And that, like, that's just when I'm going to start selling crack. I mean, yeah, why not? <laughs> I like, mean, you know, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's crazy. I just don't see how you come out of it. And then you have to wonder, like, at what point does it kill those industries? Like, at what point are people who are just flat out, I'm not going to become a veterinarian because it's not fiscally even feasible. Like, right. I can't pay 300000 to get a job for thirty grand. Like, it just no, makes it just no doesn't, sense. It does, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And they also mentioned, touched on the idea, you know, with COVID too, with these kids that were in universities yeah. that are still paying for it, but not really getting the full experience oh, and maybe not... I would lose my mind if I had right? to college It's right like now. college light. Like, I'm going to be, you know, I'm paying $100,000 or going to walk out with a degree with, you know, $120,000 in debt for, you know, one year or two years, a year and a half. Mm-hmm. It was all just virtual and... I mean, like I people are just it, phoning yeah. it in. But you know what's yeah. interesting about that, which it, one of the things, like I guess if you don't go to college, you don't have kids in college, you're far away from it, you don't really realize it. But, you know, a lot of these universities, you don't even actually get a real teacher. You get a, a student teacher or a PA well, back or in the day, yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. But, that, I mean, even I would think with COVID probably escalated that where you have people online, you know, doing the best they can. They might not be able to logistically work the electronics. Maybe they do have a TA. I feel like if I'm paying a hundred grand for my education, I need somebody smarter than me to teach it to me. Like I don't want well, in, in, in person. It's funny when I, cause I, when I went to school, like I had, you know, I was, it was in person learning. Yeah. I mean, there were lectures, there mm-hmm. were, you know, breakout sections, there were labs that I had to attend, which, you know, again, you know, when you're in college, it's, it, of course it sucks, but, but that peer to peer learning is how you learn. I agree. But that, that's, that's my point, you know, as, as a, you know, and I got out of school and, 
you know, in the industry I'm in, I talk to, uh, you know, a lot of young people and they're like, yeah, I'm taking a class on TV or I'm taking an internet class or I'm, and I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah. you don't have to go to an actual, no, no, I've never even met my, never even seen my professor in, in the flesh. It's like, right. like, so that makes it even worse for me. Like if I was a, a, a parent, parent yeah. saying like thousands of dollars, yeah, thousands of dollars for my, for my kid to, to go to school and they're like hanging out in their dorm room or they're on it. the road, with, you know, at Coachella on a computer screen, turning in a paper that they're buying online, which I didn't have that either. Cause there are right. people that, you know, term papers or whatever, they, oh, yeah. so, you know, there's like, apparently services online. So I'm it's not like a grandpa Facebook's here. At, yeah, yeah. Tons of them where you can just go ahead you and hear, tell of it. Pay, a, <laughs> yeah, pay, pay a certain amount of money for a yeah. term paper and turn it in probably get a good grade. I mean, so it's like, then what are you really paying for? Because you're, you're not, you're not learning to get through it. You're not learning anything. All you're doing is eventually paying for a piece of paper that says you went to school, which to in some cases you, you you, you did and you didn't, yeah. you know, if you're cheating the whole time, you're not really learning anything. No. So, or, oh man. Yeah. It's, it, a, it's, it's a weird system. And then, you know, there's a whole subculture of like the doctorate system and the postdoctorate system where, you know, there's interns and students that are used for basically the workforce, their oh, workforce right. yeah. labor, labor. Where, yeah. yeah, it's just a free labor system. Of, yeah. Like the pharmaceutical companies yeah, exactly. will hire these people and, yeah, yeah, or, or have them work on research their research lab, yeah. for their schooling. Yeah, this but is it's your really, thesis paper. But it's really benefiting those pharmaceutical, uh, those pharmaceutical company. Company. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ex- exactly. New, new drug therapies or something. And or whatever it may be. You'd have be. to hope that it's all good at the end game, that there's some goal at the end, but it's probably not. <laughs> it's probably I, all evil I, and make more money. It's it's all gr- agreed. It comes yeah. back to greed for me all, all the way around the board. I mean, I hate to say that, but I mean, that's the only way I see it. Yeah. And, I, and I get it. You know, if you're providing a service or something that you should be paid for, but... Here's the thing. I yeah. get it too. Like I'm all down for making money. I want to make all the money too, but you don't need to make all the money off right. each person. You can make right. a little bit off everybody. Exactly. It's, a it's smart, different. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, well, I know we kind of switched in the middle there. We didn't yeah, we really flipped left all one, but, uh, but yeah, they kind of, like loans. I said, kind of go hand in hand. They're essentially the same thing. It's loans, loans. It's either loans on a, loans on a piece of plastic or loans from a piece of paper you got after your school. Your school. Oh, yeah. So, but um, any other closing thoughts on credit card, money explained, credit cards and student loans? No, this is a fascinating series. Lots of information. You know, you may think, you know, little bits and pieces, but there's always going to be big chunks that you don't know. And lots of really, really good information. Definitely worth a watch. Definitely yeah. They're short, the they, you know, they're kind of fun. There's a lot of animation. They're, they're all, funny too, they're yeah. all narrated by different celebrities or, or oh, yeah, least, this you know, was, so. this is Soprano. Yeah, 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 yeah. Edith Falco. And the other one was Jane Lynch with, yeah. uh, with the credit card. So it's always kind of the first one was Tiffany Haddish. So it's kind of a fun to, to hear those voices or go, oh, wait, I know that voice. Yeah, it so, took a minute on one of them, but yeah. Exactly. So, well, with that, we will leave you. Um, this concludes another episode of Fresh New Hell, Common People Discussing Uncommon Ideas. My name is Frost with my co-host Mary and uh, let's see here. Uh, Please subscribe and join our community. We drop new content every Monday. Be sure to rate us on your favorite podcast platform and connect with us at freshnewhell.com where you can leave us a voicemail. Again, as always, we'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening and we will see you in the next one. As always, stay gold.